Hi everyone, I'm Juliette and welcome back to Love Stories Radio. This is a podcast where we answer all your wedding questions, those that you sent us and those that you didn't. If you're listening to this podcast, I have a hunch you're here because you're planning your wedding or you're in a wedding and you want to know the answers to the questions that everyone else is thinking or maybe that you haven't even thought of yet. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to give a few pointers on other episodes to listen to if you're new here. Episode 9 is our most listened to show, so that's a good place to start. We discuss what to do if you don't love your engagement ring. Yikes. Episode 27 is another popular one where we talk about the best thing to wear under your wedding dress. If you have a question you want answered on an upcoming episode, you can email it to questions at lovestoriestv.com, DM us on Instagram at lovestoriestv, or pose it in our Slack group for brides and wedding pros, which you can join at bit.ly slash lstvslack. But it doesn't stop there. Watching real weddings on lovestoriestv.com is the best and the most fun way to plan your wedding. Search and filter tens of thousands of real wedding videos to find the ideas, products, and pros you need for your wedding. Already know your venue? Watch videos of real weddings that happen there to learn about and research other pros who have worked at that same location. Are you comparing two wedding planners? Watch videos of real weddings they planned to get a sense of their work. Need vow inspiration? We got that too. Watching real wedding videos are literally the best way to get ideas for your own speeches, vows, and toasts. If you can't find what you're looking for on lovestoriestv.com, get in touch with us. Send us an email at questions at lovestoriestv.com with your ask, and we'll guide you to the best videographers, florists, cake makers, planners, hashtag creators, you name it, we got it. Welcome to the show, Cam and Kat. Thank you for having us. Thank you. We're so happy to be here. I'm so excited. So for our listeners, Cam Tanita and Kat Tanita are sisters. Cam is a newlywed. Kat was the maid of honor. They're like a dynamic duo, and it was so much fun watching this wedding happen on Instagram stories. (laughs) When did you get married? I got married September 14th, 2019. And how do you feel a few months out of the wedding? It's so crazy. So everybody says, as cheesy as it sounds, like your wedding is the best day of your life, and it 100% is. Like It was everything I wanted and more. Being out of it now, though, I'm feel so relieved that it's over Yeah, <laughs> because I it was imagine. just a lot of brain power. Totally. And as the maid of honor, tell me what you were most excited about in this role. And also, how did you ask Kat to be your maid of honor? Was there like a special thing you did or just like, hey, like, obviously you're going to be my maid of honor. Well, I feel like we've been talking about it for so long, like our whole lives. We always knew like she was going to be my maid of honor. Yeah. But for each of my bridesmaids, I did like a special box with like, just cute like candles and makeup and photos and I did like a handwritten note. Um, So thoughtful. Yeah, but for Kat, I went a little bit more above and beyond. I found like all these old photos of us and just wrote like a really special note and I was like, I can't imagine anybody else being there on the big day. I love being your maid of honor. (laughs) (laughs) What was your favorite part about it? Honestly, it's always so, like like we said, we talked about our wedding since we were little. So yeah. to watch Cameron, like, become a bride and, like, walk down the aisle and marry her dream yeah. man, like, the whole experience was surreal and it was so special. And yeah. She was honestly the most easygoing bride, which is so nice. Yeah. It's, like, crazy. Honestly, <laughs> I, I'm going to be totally opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I already know this about myself. <laughs> So it was funny to see how just relaxed she yeah. was the whole process. I mean, she is a very 
laid back person. I definitely so. got the sense of that in your wedding video, which was by Atomic Tangerine. Yes. You could tell that you guys are just like a fun couple. Like you like to have fun. You don't take yourselves too seriously. We definitely didn't. I think yeah. though it was funny. I leading up to the wedding, I cared so much about what other people thought. Yeah. And I, it was it was weird because I, I on the day of the wedding itself, I let all of that go. Yeah. And I was like, it's it doesn't matter. It was raining on the day of our wedding. Like yeah. I didn't let that stop us having fun. Yeah. So. You so were you caring about what other people thought? Like your wedding guests on the day of? Totally. Yeah. Because yeah. I think I've been a guest in so many people's mm-hmm. weddings, and you start to nitpick certain yes, things or like totally. oh they didn't have this they didn't, they had that and yeah I started to worry like what my friends would think because our friend our wedding was actually like a hundred friends and like 40 family members yeah so it was a lot of friends yeah and I just wanted them to have the best time ever yeah but on the day of I didn't care I was like it's all about me <laughs> I love that that's so fun so Kat as the maid of honor what were kind of your roles and responsibilities like did you do the usual like plan the bachelorette party what was what was the role the scope of your work <laughs> yes so being a maid of honor is truly an honor and there is a lot of planning that goes into it mm-hmm. and so I am actually going to do a blog post about every little detail good I, I was just asked to be asked to be a co-maid of honor oh yeah so like I will be sharing it which I'm happy <laughs> Blog post. <laughs> I, I did one on how to do a bachelorette, but I feel like I need to do one from the beginning to the end yeah. because you really want to be in close contact with the bride. Obviously, if she chose you as the maid of honor. You probably already are, but you want to just check in. Where does she want to have the bachelorette weekend? What dates does she want to have it? Mm-hmm. Getting all the friends and bridesmaids contact info. Just really being that point person for yeah. her and, and anything she needs and checking in with her and being excited for her. I think they just want to feel like you're that support system. Yeah. And obviously since we're sisters, it's already there. Mm-hmm. But I think I think a lot of things that I've heard from other brides who choose maid of honors that aren't their sisters that mm-hmm. sometimes the maid of honor like forgets just to send a text like, How are you feeling? How are yeah. you doing? About like the wedding, you know That's and such a good point. It, yeah. Sometimes you're in different points in your life and so it's like yeah. sometimes the maid of honor is so single mm-hmm. and you're not like I know some people have said, oh, I feel like she wasn't excited enough for me. And so I tried to be like, obviously, I'm so excited for the camera. You know? Yeah, I just wanted to make sure everything was organized. And the Bachelor is obviously a huge thing and was so fun. And we did yeah. it in the Hamptons. That's so fun. It was the really best. Nice. Pat went like above and beyond with the gift bags. I'm sure. Amazing. And Pat has like the best eye. So for listeners, like, explain who you are and what you do because I didn't do that in the beginning. <laughs> but Kat is like amazing. She's like an OG fashion lifestyle travel blogger and has the best taste ever so oh gosh, where can people you. find Jeez. you <laughs> <laughs> yeah 10 years ago I started a blog called with love from cat and I basically talk about fashion travel women's lifestyle wellness and um, my blog is just with love from cat.com yeah and and you have really good content I'm not just you. saying that because you're here but like you're very thoughtful with your blog post and I feel like today in the age of like Instagram influencers where it can sometimes feel just like a pretty picture is enough like you Mm -hmm. actually deliver on the value that you bring so I really that's the greatest compliment you could give me (laughs) I feel like I was telling someone yesterday I'm like I don't have a regular blog post schedule anymore because I only want to share what I'm truly passionate about so I only write when I feel inspired and Mm -hmm. I feel genuinely connected to like whatever it is I'm 
yeah about. and definitely. yeah I think people just churn out content for like the clickbait which yeah. is fine but yeah I, I literally can't do that yeah totally <laughs> but yeah <laughs> okay so cam you got married a couple months ago when was the moment if you had one when you realized like i'm finally married it was honestly during the ceremony yeah so we did our own vows and that was i like if anybody is thinking of doing their own vows i could not recommend it yeah enough. i think it's it depends obviously on like your religion and if, that, if that's yeah. a part of something that you want to do but it was the most amazing experience because I think a lot of thought goes into putting writing your vows mm -hmm. up front, um, and then like saying it in front of a crowd of yeah. all the people that really love you was so so exciting. How did you even start that process? Was it overwhelming for you? Like, so, how did you know what to say? <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'd been thinking. We knew we wanted to do our own vows, yeah. you know, as soon as we got engaged, and so we were engaged for 22 months, so I had a long time to yeah. think about them. <laughs> But I think, you know, I had a lot of thoughts in my head and then I kept tweaking them. So I, I wrote a first draft um, and then our officiant was actually a guy that introduced us, oh, I which was really that. cute. And he was so into the wedding planning process. So he asked me to send him a draft and like help me revise. That's great. And then honestly, it was like the week leading up to the wedding was when I just, every night I couldn't go to sleep because I was just like adding to the vows yeah. and stuff. Um, which was really sweet. And so, yeah, it was during the actual ceremony, like when we said our vows and as we kissed and walked down the aisle, that I, I, I was like, this is it. We're, oh, we're a couple. We're married. So <laughs> and how did you guys meet? So we met in San Francisco in 2014. I had just moved there for a job right after I graduated college. Mm -hmm. And Rob had been living there for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. um, and I was living with my friend from high school. And we had like a housewarming party just because I was trying to get to know more people. And Rob was there, and he'll tell you that it was love at first sight for him. <laughs> but it took me a little while longer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we met um, at the housewarming party, and our friend Peter introduced us, and we had so much fun getting to know each other. He just was unlike any guy I'd ever met, and yeah. he's like very charismatic, very persistent. And so, uh, even though I didn't like fall head over heels at first. There was yeah. like something about him that I kept coming back to. Yeah. So yeah, we went on like four dates and then I called Kat and I was like, I love this person. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. I would never sweet. said that about another guy. Wow. It was crazy. I honestly, it took me four dates and then both of us were like, we love each other. <laughs> That's so amazing. It was and so then you cute. both moved to New York together. Yeah. So yeah. I moved first and then he yeah. moved a month later. So we've been in New York for five years. Wow. Yeah. Oh my god, I love that story. <laughs> and it's so sweet that the guy who introduced you was officiating. That's what made the wedding so special. I mean, Kat was there too. I mean, he just did such a good job. Yeah. He went above and beyond. He really did a great job of talking about each of us individually and then as a couple. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was, if anyone has a friend that um, officiates, I couldn't recommend it Yeah. More. I agree. It made it more fun. Yeah. You know? When like the person knows both of you like so well, you can just tell. Yes. You know? Mm -hmm. Okay, so in the world of weddings, you've, you've officially graduated Right. <laughs> Congrats. Oh <laughs> what is the biggest thing that surprised you about wedding planning, for better or for worse? I think for me, because we were engaged for 22 months, mm -hmm. I thought, and we actually picked our venue and our date like a month after we got engaged. Mm -hmm. So we were really on top of that process early so on. So is that why your planning was so long? Exactly. Because that was like the date that you Yeah. yeah. Our venue was actually still being um, built. 
oh, when wow. we booked it. Yeah. How did you pick your venue? So we stayed at Audrey's Farmhouse, which is like a bed and breakfast upstate New York. We'd stayed there four years ago and loved the owners, became really good friends with them, and kind of knew that it had that rustic vibe that we really wanted. We loved going upstate. And so they decided to build more of like an event space. Um, and as soon as we got engaged, we checked in with them and they're like, hey, we're fully booked for 2018, but we have some dates for 2019. Yeah. And we were like, well, we, we know this is like a special place to us. We don't really care how long it takes. Like, we'll just pick it and, yeah. you know, have what it's have that date yeah um so yeah so it was it was an amazing venue and the owners are awesome yeah. but because we were engaged for so long I think a lot of the planning up front I was like oh I'll get everything out of the way early mm -hmm. on so I like found my dress found the found the venue found some vendors but what I didn't realize is that like the wedding process is all consuming all the time yeah. no matter if you're actually like spending each day on it it still requires brain capacity yeah and so i think i i'm kind of an indecisive person and it just yeah. took me a long time to plan in general <laughs> yeah and i feel like having such a long period of time it sort of gives you more time to like second guess things definitely yeah okay so if you had to do one thing differently what would you do I would have delegated more or yeah. asked for help. I think I could have asked Kat for a lot more help mm -hmm. or my wedding planner. Yeah. I kind of took on a little bit too much myself mm -hmm. and I should have just self-delegated. Yeah, that's great advice. I feel like you want to kind of like do it all yourself because it's your wedding and you don't want to like give up some of that control, but... In the grand scheme of things, <laughs> looking back, I would have. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so now I want to ask you guys some questions about shopping and things that you've got for the wedding mm -hmm. um and i want you to be like as specific as possible so what is the best thing that you gifted someone else for the wedding so this could be like for cat for your parents for your in-laws um anything that you gifted somebody else during the entire wedding planning process so i think it was what i gave my bridesmaids i got them all everjay pajamas Ooh. um so that we could get ready and those. They looked really good in the video. Too. Yeah, and <laughs> I think so those cute. are my favorite because one, like everyday pajamas are so cozy. Yeah, and two, they're also practical and mm -hmm. people love them. Mm -hmm. So I think that was really special. And then yeah. I also got Kat like a massage at Great Gym Spa for nice. helping plan the bachelorette. And I feel like a massage is always a good gift because no one yeah. wants to buy it for themselves. Exactly, that's great. Um, and what's the best thing you bought for the wedding? So this is kind of like decor or event design, like anything at the actual wedding that made the experience better. So we went a little above and beyond for our wedding favors. Mm -hmm. We actually decided to get all of our guests um, a custom candle from like our favorite sustainable candle company in Brooklyn. Oh, I love it. What's yeah. it called? It's called Keep. Oh, yeah, yes. K-E-A-P. Yeah, they're, they're the most so incredible candles. We've been buying them and been fans for like four years. Yeah. And so when we're thinking about what to give as a wedding favor, you know, we've been to so many weddings and they've done, you know, the, the koozie or the mm -hmm. um, bottle opener. And so we just wanted something that our friends would actually like remember us yeah. by and would actually use. Mm -hmm. um, and so that was so special because we worked directly nice. with Keep and we did like a custom label oh, and so our favorite fun. scent. Um, and I think that was our that was my favorite thing that we got. Yeah, and that's something that like people. First of all, you can like reuse those vessels. Exactly. And like pe that's a really nice, thoughtful gift. And it's cute because I still get texts from my friends that are like, "Oh no, the candle just burned out. Like I actually just ordered another one." Or wow. they like have the label like sitting on their 
you know, they'll text me like, I'm burning the candle right now. That's so nice. It's cute. I love that. What a good gift. Okay, and what's the best thing that you bought for yourself during the wedding planning process? So, like, facials, soul cycle, like, a bottle of champagne. <laughs> um, to be honest, laser hair removal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you, girlfriend. Um, no, cats, cats laughing so hard. But honestly, the laser hair removal was the best thing ever because I didn't have to worry about my underarms yes. on the wedding. Okay, I did it for underarms, like, the first time two years ago. And I was like, oh, my God, what have I been doing my whole life? Because I, like, have to shave my armpits, like, every other day. Oh, yeah, get rid of that black stubble. (laughs) (laughs) Smooth as a baby bottle. Honestly, no, that was my favorite. Or I invested in some, like, SLT and um, some Pilates classes, which were amazing. And definitely, like, showed. You can tell the results in, like, two days. Yeah, and I gave her my Augustina Spader cream. Oh, yes. And that really helped her skin. Because it makes me break out for some reason. Yeah. It's like a cult favorite lotion. Yeah. But it's too rich for my skin. Yeah. And I was like, okay, Cameron, you need this. And it really made Life a difference oh, in, that's her, great. in her like hydration. I'm not a big yeah. skincare person, but I swear by that stuff. Now. Yeah. Did you, okay, did you do any sort of like wellness beauty prep leading up to the wedding that like you started to implement when you got engaged or not? <laughs> I started wearing moisturizer. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> I'm like a no fuss kind of a person, yeah. and so it was so funny. Kat was like, "Okay, let's go. I'm gonna yeah. help you. You can use my, you know, my favorite products." Yeah. So she helped a lot. Good to have a sister in beauty. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you? Was there like one thing that you thought was just like the best gift that you gave, like either Cam or like for the bachelorette, anything during the wedding that you shopped for that you were like, oh, this is great. (laughs) Yeah, I think the number one thing that every maid of honor should give a bridesmaid or the bridesmaids or the Mm bride-to-be is like a a memory box. So um, if you don't know the other bridesmaids, obviously just something to hold memories in or like a Mm -hmm. Polaroid camera. Yeah. Um, So I had that all out. But for Cam specifically, I did a little – mother of pearl like bone inlay box and I filled it with like tons of pictures and notes and cards and memories and then I think I did a Polaroid camera for you too yeah um and so that was special for her to like look over before it made her cry though which (laughs) it didn't ruin the makeup before the wedding but it was nice to like you gave it to her on the wedding day it was in the morning yeah we were getting ready and then she thought she lost it but she got it the best thing and then yeah it's so fun to have like disposable cameras though, yeah on, on the day of the wedding and that's such a good you know. idea because like everyone's so addicted to their phones but I feel yeah. like weddings there's now this trend that's like people are putting like disposable cameras on the tables for guests like totally you know no phones in the ceremony we did that so we did yeah. no phones in the ceremony and then we also did disposable cameras with like mm-hmm. a um like a book and then people could put tape and you know, write a little so note, and it was so cute because I still look back at uh, the book and see all the funny pictures. Oh, that's it. such a great idea! It's, it's like so instant amazing. wedding album mm-hmm. yeah. through the like lens of your friends. And exactly, because you're not with everybody on the night of the wedding, and so it's fun to see like what they were doing. That's really cute. Did you have a photo booth too? Or we did. So we did that instead of doing a photo. I booth. like that. Mm-hmm. I like that actually better because I I feel like sometimes the photo booth takes away from it like the experience does, of yes, the wedding. I agree. We our yeah. whole when we were planning the wedding was we wanted to keep everybody in the same room and have mm-hmm. music and the drinks and the bar everything like all in one place yeah so people couldn't they weren't allowed to leave yeah 
Okay, on that note, what were some of the things that you really prioritized for your wedding? Like some people choose to go like crazy with flowers, some people choose to like spend their money on like the band. What did you kind of really want for your wedding? Ours was like the venue and food. Obviously, Rob and I are both big foodies. Yeah, I was going to say like how did food play into your wedding? Because some people don't care about it. But like for people who love food like you guys, I'm sure it was like thoughtful yeah so the the venue actually they have a partnership with an amazing catering company and Mm -hmm. so we did like a tasting and we had long farm tables during our wedding which was so special because then you know it it starts more of a conversation so that people can pass the different food around yeah Um, and we had like a really good salmon short rib um like potatoes and something else yeah did you do family style we did family style I love that Mm -hmm. my brother's getting married in Guatemala Next month. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. gosh. And they're doing family style too with long tables. Yeah. I loved it. So we prioritized that and then we definitely prioritized like we upgraded to like an open bar package and wanted to make sure that all of our friends yeah. could get what they wanted. Mm-hmm. And then we had a we ended up doing a DJ um, mm-hmm. and it was so fun. Yeah. That was the best. You guys did great dancing on the dance floor. <laughs> like some really good moves. <laughs> Cameron's a great dancer. I did not get those dance moves. <laughs> I'm like stiff and like really awkward and Cameron can break it down. I didn't yeah. have the dance floor the whole night. That's the best. Oh, I love that. Okay. Okay, now we're going to jump into a really fun part of the show where we have sourced questions from actual brides who are planning their wedding. We get them sent to us on Instagram DM, but we're also in these secret Facebook groups of brides-to-be where they're, it's really fascinating if you guys ever just want like look awesome. at the psychology of wedding planning. It's crazy. Um, but there's like really, like people are looking for answers and I feel like since you just did this thing, you're an expert now. And since you were the maid of honor, you are too. So we have sourced some questions, would love for your guys' expertise to answer these and we'll just jump into it. Okay. Has anyone done black bridesmaids dresses for their bridal party? I want to let my girls pick out their own so they're comfortable, but I'm worried the shades of black will all end up being different. Any advice? So I actually did all black bridesmaids dresses, um, and I actually let each um, each girl pick out their own dress. And the reason I did that is because I felt like I've been a bridesmaid, mm-hmm. and a lot of times you spend a lot of money on a dress that you're not sure when you're going to wear it yeah. again. And everybody needs a long black dress. Yeah. Um, and you want every each woman to feel really comfortable in their own skin. Mm-hmm. So I just said I want a black dress, very plain, no like lace, no mm-hmm. anything. Um, it doesn't have to be floor length. I suggested floor length, but I had one, um, my best friend wore like a midi mm-hmm. kind of dress. Mm-hmm. Um, I said any type of sleeve, whether it's strapless, halter, you know, mm-hmm. whatever you feel comfortable in. But I just had them all send me a picture kind of before to gauge yeah. like mm-hmm. how it would look with the other dresses. Yeah. And to be honest, like I loved having each person in a different dress because I think it shows their personality. Yeah. Um, and I mean, you had, like, yeah, Kat had a different dress. What yeah. kind of dress did you have? So I had a black, really beautiful lace shots, like silky Grecian mm-hmm. kind of dress. Yeah. And it was floor length. Um, I've actually been in two weddings as a bridesmaid um, where I've had to wear black dresses. Mm-hmm. And I love that it looks really chic in yeah. photos. And it's actually just thoughtful and nice so that you're not in an uncomfortable dress. Yeah. It flatters your body type. Yeah. But what I will say is absolutely do what Cameron did and have your friends send you a couple mm-hmm. options of dresses that they're thinking of and really confirm because 
one wedding I was in, the girl didn't have someone do that, and she showed up with a very high slit um, black dress. It yeah. was like really inappropriate, yeah. and it was a church wedding, Ooh, and so yeah. you know you don't want to like throw off the, yeah. that. And uh-huh. in the photos, it just was like an eyesore. So I think yeah. it's so good to be flexible, but also like have some sort of boundaries up yeah, front. Definitely. Like I think it's so time. helpful to have some like guardrails that you're giving people. Definitely. Um, because I think like if you just say, choose whatever you want in this shade, like someone's blush could be very different than your idea of what blush is, you know? Totally. Yeah, that's fun. Okay. Next question. Advice. I'm in love with the plunging V-neck dress I bought, but now I'm getting self-conscious about showing too much boob. Any tips on what kind of jewelry to wear and how to do my hair? I'm thinking very simple. Is this a bride? This is a bride, yeah. Okay, I would do literally no jewelry, like maybe a really simple stud earring yeah, and a pretty bracelet, if anything, and then your hair either like tied up in a low bun like Cam did or just something really soft. Yeah. Um, and wear nips. They're like the best nipple They're the covers. Best. I love, I don't even wear bras anymore. I know. Because I love them. They're the absolute I feel so best. great. <laughs> I was going to say the same. My dress was really tight-fitting and low um, as well and had some side cutout action mm-hmm. going on. Yeah. So I was definitely a little nervous at first, but I just did a low bun and just – I just did earrings and that was it. And yeah. I think and it, you didn't have a necklace. I didn't have right? a necklace or anything because I think when you have a plunging V-neck especially, you that like that's, that's, your, statement. that's your statement. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And who was your dress designer? Sarah Seven. So pretty. It was the Belmont gown. I love it. It was so beautiful. Thank you. Uh, and, okay, sidebar – what was your dress trying on experience like? Like, were you excited about it? Was it stressful for you? What was your, like, strategy going into it? <laughs> yeah, so I I definitely didn't really have – I had, I think, somewhat idea of what I wanted, but I wasn't entirely mm-hmm. sure. So I went to three different places, and yeah. I ended up getting my dress at Lovely Bride. Love Lovely Bride. Love Lovely Bride. And it was funny because I went – I tried on the dress that I ended up buying, but I didn't get it that, that time. Mm-hmm. I decided, like – you know, I have so much time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sleep on it and see what yeah. I think. And I kept thinking about the dress. And yeah. so I went back a couple of weeks later with a friend, actually, and tried on like three more. And as soon as I tried on the Sarah Seven dress with a veil, mm-hmm. it was like the veil like makes you a bride. Instantly. The veil was so crazy because I was like, I've never worn a veil before. Yeah, I know. It's like an overwhelming experience. I mean, I've now worn like eight wedding dresses That's just right. because of my job. So it's like not as special for me. <laughs> but like every time you, I do it, it's still like, wow. I It's just something about the dress. I don't know. It's so hard to articulate. We did this party at the plaza last I summer. was there. Yeah, you were there. Yeah. And like we had a New York Times article about it, which was so fun. And the, the writer was trying to like get to the bottom of like, what is it about the dress? And it's so hard to articulate. I know. It's just like, I don't know. Like for better or worse, like you can say what you want about like the, you know, traditional white dress, but it's still fun. It's so fun. It's just fun to like dress up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. Um, I've been thinking about getting ready attire. I love the look of flannel, but I'm worried it would look super out of place. My wedding is formal, glittery, and glam. I also like the look of robes, and I feel they would look they would match a lot better, but I feel like they're so overdone and common. Any thoughts? 
I think do the cute PJs, the Everjay PJs, yeah. or just like a Nordstrom signature PJ mm-hmm. or robe, something yeah. really clean, again, because you're going to be, I think it's cute to match, and you're all going to be in the videos and behind the scenes photos. Yeah. And I think the pajamas are honestly like, you're going to wear them again as a bridesmaid, and they're so cute. And yeah. I did like the short set, so I did like the t-shirt yeah. and shorts, and mm-hmm. I thought that was great. Yeah, that's such a good gift. That's something that, like, people will wear over and over again. Okay, I need suggestions on simple centerpieces. We're having a very minimalist theme with grayscale colors and pops of fresh greenery. If it's peony season, like, Mm -hmm. white peonies are gorgeous, you know? Um, White roses, you can never go wrong with white roses. And hydrangeas, I think that's such a pretty mix. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think just using like really big vases with like votive candles, yeah. that creates such a luxe effect for so, you know, such an inexpensive price. Yeah. I don't think it's necessary to go over the top with flowers. Cameron yeah. did a really simple kind of setup, but it was really small, delicate, colorful mm-hmm. flowers and it gave like a really impactful look. Yeah. We did like some bud vases too, which were really like pretty. Them. And we did some tapered candles to do like a yeah. mix of high and low. But we, our centerpieces were very simple as well. Yeah. And you use Blue Bar. Yeah. Carly from Blue love Bar. Love Carly. We love her. She's in our love club, which is our marketing program for weddings. Yeah. She's the best. That was because of Kat. Kat's known Carly. Yeah. I've worked with her forever. Right. Yeah. She's done amazing floral arrangements for my blog and yeah. projects. And, and she's, she's just so such sweet. a delight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also loved your arch. It was like minimalist with just that like big lush yeah. floral piece. I loved, I loved that. that. It was really chic. Okay, um, what's a cute, unique way to ask my maid of honor to be my maid of honor? I'm doing little gift bags for my bridesmaids, but want to do something a little more special for her. So you already kind of talked about this. Yeah, I think, like, finding photos of the two of you together, Mm -hmm. whether, like, for Kat, I did a mix of, like, when we were really little growing up, and then, like, some other photos or fun trips we'd taken together. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I think just a handwritten note is the most special thing you can do, because that really goes an extra mile. Mm -hmm. Definitely. How should I differentiate my maid of honor from bridesmaids throughout the wedding planning and on the day of? I think if you can delegate everything to the maid of honor and then the maid of honor can delegate to the bridesmaids, mm-hmm. like that, I think that would be a good way. I mean, I think I, because Kat was my sister, it was kind of a given that she would run the show and then, yeah. you know, I, I could lean on the bridesmaids when I needed them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And did they all stand up there with you, or was it just Kat? It actually was just Kat. So where they we all walked down the aisle together, um, and each bridesmaid had a groomsman. Mm-hmm. But then because the area where the ceremony was was a little bit smaller, I didn't want it to feel too crowded. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just had our our uh, maid of honor and our best man. Yeah. Okay, we're getting married in a barn, but are very anti-country, <laughs> like the whole checkered print cowboy boots, hey type of thing. Not for us. How do we make our reception decor match the elevated, simple look we're going for? So Cameron got married basically in a barn, right? Mm-hmm. And it was totally not country, yeah. bumpkin vibe. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully I'm not offending anyone. <laughs> um, and it was really luxe and beautiful with just like simple pine wood yeah. and like brass gold features, mm-hmm. candles, and pops of like orange and yellow and white flowers. So it was more, it felt like very springtime almost yeah. and cheerful. Mm-hmm. And I think she didn't 
play into the barn theme. Yeah. We kind of went, it felt, it was more like a greenhouse. Yeah. And so it felt just more botanical, yeah. I would say. I tried yeah. to go more like rustic modern, which yeah. was how I like would describe mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So I think if you, yeah, play up like the lighter elements of the barn mm-hmm. and stuff and a pop yeah. of color, that'll definitely yeah okay last question looking for honeymoon recommendations for september would love some ideas where weather and or pricing are ideal that time of year we're looking for a mix of adventure and relaxation hawaii is kind of our backup because we love it but it would be fun to go somewhere new not interested in a cruise or all-inclusive and doesn't have to be tropical bonus points for unique places well, you should download the With Love From Cat travel app. Yes, you which should. Which is free. And it has 18 of my favorite cities and like the best spots to eat, play, drink, yeah. what to wear in each one. Um, I'm a huge fan of the Amalfi Coast, like so many yeah. people. Florence is beautiful. St. Bart's, Antigua. Mm-hmm. There's so many gorgeous places. I was Cameron's say, going to Tokyo. Yeah, I'm going to Tokyo for our honeymoon, but I was going to say Costa Rica in September. I, I love Costa Rica. Yeah. I think Costa Rica could be so fun to go in September. Yeah. I think it's still a good time of year. It's not too expensive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to Tokyo for our honeymoon. Oh my God, when is your honeymoon? <laughs> November. So fun. Yeah. My brother and his fiance went there right after they got engaged for like two weeks and they had the best time. Yeah, we're doing like a three week trip and we're going to go all over. I'm so yeah, excited. That's, are you going to do the train? Yeah. Like the travel the train. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's going to be so nice. I'm so excited. And what was your decision to do the honeymoon later versus immediately after the wedding? Great question. So Rob is actually getting his MBA at NYU right now. Oh, wow. And so both of us are just extremely busy. Like I joke with Kat all the time, actually being married, we see each other, we've never <laughs> seen each other less because <laughs> of our, our schedules. Um, yeah. But we wanted to go during a time for both of us during work where it was kind of low key and also where we could take advantage of going for three full weeks. Yeah. And you could kind of get away with that over Thanksgiving. Definitely. Um, so yeah, so we ended up waiting almost. A, we're gonna do it almost a year later. That's fun though. It's, like, it's something to look forward to. Exactly. That's yeah. really nice. And okay, my last question for you is about your videographer. So how did you find Atomic Tangerine, and what was the process like in working with them? Like, did I you have a vision Atomic for your video, or you like have at it? No, as I mentioned, I was so indecisive about everything wedding planning. I feel like I didn't have a full vision, but. Um, my wedding planner, Lainey, who's actually a friend of my sister's, um, she actually helped a lot finding Atomic Tangerine. I think she'd worked with them before yeah. and knew um, Ryan. And they were incredible. And so we started looking at a few different people's style. And I loved how they did the kind of like old-timey feel in the yeah, beginning. Yeah, it's really cool. And then, um, and then, you know, captured the special moments. But it didn't feel too cheesy or anything. Yeah. Like, I love the way that they executed everything. It so they good. They did an amazing job. And the yeah. way, like, when it starts with Rob's vows, which were so sweet and thoughtful. <laughs> and his, like, cute little glasses. You guys are just like, my vows were better though, I think. <laughs> Both were amazing. But definitely I would say fine-tune the vows, have someone else read them. Yeah. Because that's what Cameron did and she's so yeah. happy she had somebody just read, you know. Yeah. Because you just it's like any writing process. Yeah. You have to come back. To I have it. a question about your uh, did you give a speech as the maid of honor? I did. Tell me about that because I'm not the maid of honor in my brother's wedding, but I'm his sister and I'm gonna <laughs> give a speech and I like I cry every time I think about it and I don't have trouble like speaking in front of a crowd, but it's just oh, like good. it's my little brother. Like I'm so 
this is such oh, a big deal and I get totally. like so emotional about it. So what oh, are your 100%. tips for me? So start out with addressing him, you know, yeah. and this is for anyone that's like a maid of honor. Just yeah. address the bride and really look at her and yeah. like look her in the eyes and just make it about what's the moment between you two. Like forget yeah. everyone else is in the room. Yeah. And just talk about how, you know, proud of them you are, how you've seen them grow up, special memories. And then about three quarters of the way through, weave in, you know, when they first told you about their significant other yeah. and kind of how they are together as a couple. That's yeah. when you kind of do the couple thing and then you can address the bride or groom mm -hmm. and then at the end just say you know you're such a great couple celebrate yeah. them and do a simple cheers keep it under two minutes yeah really short and sweet and I say don't overthink it mm -hmm. and just kind of pull at the heartstrings that's you know? a great yeah. that's great advice your structure was perfect I feel <laughs> like ready to take my first stab at a draft. <laughs> you'll do it. Honestly, the, I feel like the writing process, you just have to go through a few drafts yeah. and then you'll mm -hmm. realize. I did the same thing yeah, with the vows. Totally. Exactly. And then when you're actually doing the vows, I totally blocked everyone out. Mm -hmm. I was just focused on Rob. Okay, my last, I have so many questions. Like I keep saying it's the last, but this one is the last. What was there, like did you have a moment during the wedding where you were able to kind of like just the two of you be like, oh my God, this is so cool what's happening right now. Or was it all just like a blur and did you like, did it, does it all just kind of blend together? So everybody who says, all of our friends that got married before were like, you know, make sure you savor each moment and like try and stay together. And one friend actually gave us the best piece of advice. They gave us the five foot rule. And what's so they that? said during the wedding, you know, the entire process, once you've done the ceremony and you're going into like cocktail hour and dinner and the reception, they said, try and never be more than five feet away from each other because you're going to have so many people that want to talk to you and yeah. that, you know, are getting your attention. And we actually stuck by that the almost the entire night. And it was so special because then, you know, we, we had like a, a Friday night, like welcome party. And so that was kind of our opportunity to talk to family and people who had traveled so far. Mm -hmm. And then on the day of the wedding, we really didn't leave each other's side. And yeah. that was our favorite part was because, you know, we, we tried really hard to always check in and be like, okay, yeah. you want to go on the dance floor? Let's stay on the dance floor. I mean, we stayed on the dance floor the whole night. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I love that. And then we had like a little exit moment. We Havana was playing and we just like peaced out and we like walked out of the, the um, after party and that was our moment where we kind of were like okay like we feel comfortable leaving everybody now it's time for us I love that oh, this was such a fun episode you guys thanks for having thanks us thanks for letting me revisit so yeah, fun. this was great thank you for coming on the podcast um, we're gonna link to Cam's wedding video in our show notes but where can people find you lovely ladies on social media <laughs> <laughs> I'm Cam Tanita, K-A-M-T-A-N-I-T-A. -A -I and do you still have Sullivan Street Eats? I do have Sullivan yeah, Street Eats yeah. food blog. Yes. <laughs> I also have a food blog that I run on the side. It's called Sullivan Street Eats. You can find me on Instagram. Great. And Kat, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at Kat Tanita, K-A-T, and then same last name as Cam, T-A-N-I-T-A. People think it's Kat Anita because oh, it's like a run-on. I'm like, no, it's like my first and last name. <laughs> <laughs> that's where you can find me. Great. Thank you guys so Thank much. You. Thank you. Reminder to everyone listening out there, if you have a question you want answered on an upcoming episode, you can email it to questions at lovestoriestv.com. You can DM us on Instagram at lovestoriestv, 
or ask it in our Slack group for brides-to-be and wedding pros, which you can join by going to bit.ly slash lstbslack. And if you have feedback about one of our answers, we definitely want to hear from you. You can share your thoughts and feelings on those same channels. Don't forget to subscribe to Love Stories Radio and leave us a review on iTunes. We love when people say nice things about us. And also, it helps other wedding lovers out there, like you, discover our show. And last but not least, are you a wedding pro? Email loveclub at lovestoriestv.com to get more info about how you can join our partner program, The Love Club. We help wedding pros build their brands and connect with a pipeline of customers on lovestoriestv.com and on our marketing channels, leveraging both the real wedding videos that feature their work and original content. So that's it. We'll see you back here next week. Bye.